Well, this week we continue our coverage of the upcoming gubernatorial election, which will take place October 14th. This week, Twyla's Avery Davidson sits down with the only woman running for the office, District 1 Senator Sharon Hewitt. Thanks, Kristen. We continue to meet the candidates who are running for governor of Louisiana, and today we're joined by Senator Sharon Hewitt, the lone female in the race for the governor's office. Senator Hewitt, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, Avery. I appreciate it. Well, let's go back on your background a little bit. You actually had a very successful career as an engineer working for one of the largest oil companies in the world. And then that path sort of went a different way because of family and then led to politics. How did that happen? Well, it has been an interesting journey. I like to say I've had three chapters in my life, my professional career, my stay-at-home mom career, and now political career. And, and I did. I started out uh, in the oil and gas business on a drilling rig in the Gulf of Mexico for my first year. And, you know, back in the day, there really weren't facilities for women. I was one of the first women that those guys had ever seen. And so there were <laughs> offshore on a drilling rig. And so there were lots of challenges associated with that, but I didn't really think too much about it. I was really just there to, to do a good job. And over time, I believe that I earned their respect, you know, and fast forward 20 years, I was managing Shell Central Deepwater Gulf of Mexico business, and those guys that gave me such a hard time at the beginning of my career were actually working for me at the end of my career. And then walked away really from all of that um, because I felt the pull uh, of being a stay-at-home mom. Our, our kids were in first and third grade. Our third grader was struggling with his multiplication tables and I thought it was because I wasn't spending enough time at home. I was traveling too much. And so I came home and did all the things that moms do to make our schools better through PTA and lots of other community volunteer work. And then as our boys grew up and you know, went to college and took jobs, I began thinking about you know, what's next for me? What, what makes me happy and how can I contribute? And I felt like for the first time that decisions being made in Baton Rouge were directly affecting me and my family in ways that I didn't like and that if good people didn't run, we were never going to fix the problems in our state. And so I decided to run for office. No one had, in my family had ever been in politics before. Uh, I ran for the state senate and am just now finishing up you know, my second term. And a lot of those things that I campaigned on early on, I have been working on for eight years but I recognize that you can make a bigger impact faster when you're the person at the top setting the vision and building the team you know, for a better Louisiana. Well, your background as an engineer, how does that play into how you would govern if you were to become governor? Well, I think it would be refreshing to have an engineer as governor instead of a lawyer. You know, We're problem solvers, and I'm gonna be all about um, working for solutions. Um, delivering results, building a team that can help me move our state forward, because that's what I've done my entire career. I think if you look at you know, my resume and my track record, whether you're looking at my legislative accomplishments, I'm the Senate Majority Leader, I have served as the chair of a, a national Republican organization. Uh, you know, I've written 125 bills that we've passed I have a sense of urgency. While others are talking about what they would do if they were governor, I have actually been delivering results in those areas, whether you're talking about education, our workforce, our crime, or the economy, or even smaller government, more personal freedoms. I have been legislating on those things and have a track record. 
I think others in the race have had opportunities to do that and have not really done the things that they needed to do when they were given those same opportunities. Your background, of course, being in the oil and gas industry, one of the largest industries in the state, neck and neck with agriculture. Agriculture is huge in Louisiana. How would that play, the, the agricultural industry, play into your plans and vision for Louisiana? Well, of course, agriculture is one of our key um, industries. It is something that uh, defines Louisiana. It is very, very important. And you know, there's a lot of technology in agriculture. I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. So, you know, my passion for technology and for STEM and building a trained workforce so that we're ready for the 21st jobs of tomorrow, that is what today's farmers are all about. It, it is not, um, you know, the, the old days of, of farming. It is very high tech with, uh, you know, drones and robotics and lots of um, important equipment. And, and so, you know, I think that um, my vision for our state and the workforce that I hope to build with technology components to it is going to serve the agriculture industry very well. And it's been a few years now, but you actually went to Cuba and saw some of the agriculture there and saw some of the possible opportunities for Louisiana to send rice to Cuba. What was that experience like and how did that shape your view of agriculture in Louisiana? Well, you know, it was kind of a throwback to be in, in Cuba. It was a wonderful experience. Um, you know, we saw them plowing the fields with, with uh, old, old instruments and, and oxen. And, you know, um, you don't realize how removed an island like Cuba is until you, you actually go and visit. And we had a lot of farmers that were with, with us on that trip that absolutely wanted to partner you know, with Cuba and, and do some things, particularly in the agriculture area. Um, but they're very much uh, isolated from the rest of the world. And although I think there are great opportunities and we have done you know, some work with Cuba you know, decades ago, I'm not sure that the politics right now really will facilitate that. But we're very uh, close to Cuba, of course, geographically, and we would be a natural partner at some time in the future when the politics were a little bit better. And talking about politics, you are one of five Republicans in this race for governor. Um, what, what sets you apart? If you were to, to make that runoff, what's it going to take for you to be able to be in that runoff and then prevail? Well, thank you for that. I mean, as I was speaking of a little bit earlier, I'm a doer, not a talker. And I am really running for all the right reasons. I'm running because I want to keep Louisiana families here in Louisiana, you know, and to give them a reason to stay as opposed to a reason to leave. And we do that by talking about everyday kitchen table issues, education. People want a good education for their kids. They want a, a good, a good paying jobs. Businesses want a workforce that's local where they don't have to go outside of our state to bring people in. They want a safe community. They want an affordable cost of living. These are not, you know, like aspirational goals. These are things that we ought to be able to deliver to our people uh, so that we're not just willing to accept mediocrity. And so I think it takes a different kind of leader. You can't just keep electing the same kinds of people and hoping for a different result. And I do believe that I am a different kind of leader. I think that I have a track record that shows that. And I, again, I will stack up my resume either professionally, both and as a volunteer and as a legislator with anybody else in the race. 
and I can promise you that we're going to have a different Louisiana in four years or eight years, should it be the will of the people, than what we have been experiencing over the last decades. And so I'm ready to go, and I just need people uh, that are interested in our campaign and want to learn more about our campaign to go to SharonHewitt.com. You can learn about it. You can follow us on email and social media and uh, be part of, of a winning team because we're in it to win it. Uh, you're also working right now at the state capitol. In fact, you came straight from the state capitol over here. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Senator Sharon Hewitt uh, from District 1 yep. uh, out in Slidell, right? Yep. North Shore. So mm -hmm. thank you so much and good luck in the race. My thank pleasure. You. Thank you. If you'd like to watch this interview, you can find that in the show notes below. Also, if you'd like to hear other interviews with other candidates, stay tuned, subscribe. We will have more of those coming over the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.